Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24 of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. I am your co-host as ever, Michelle St. Patrick Hewitt, and with me, my partner in crime, Santoki. Yep, yep, I'm good. As of recording, um, this is the morning after Guyana's lost to Trimbago Night Riders in the CPL. So, um, yeah, we're not here to talk about that though, Michelle. Um, we've got a big guest lined up for this episode, so do you want to introduce him to the people? I will introduce the guest, but I do want to just say, you know, <laughs> I do want to just say that, um, you know, it's, it's no big thing that Guyana have lost Santoki. Maybe this year they'll peak at the right time rather than winning everything at the very beginning. Listen, Mash, just can we just introduce the guest, Jeff? <laughs> um, so, so our guest today, we're really, really honoured, um, really special guest on today, played yesterday for the Tridents, um, and as we promised, for those of you who follow us and have, and have been um, uh, keeping a keen eye on our content, we have got Hayden Walsh Jr. with us, West Indies and Barbados Tridents bowler. Hayden, how you doing? I'm well, thanks. Slightly sore, but I'm, I'm well. Excellent. Um, off the back of a win last night, um, it was late for you, but I decided to stay up until what time did it finish? Finished about two thirty in the morning in the UK. <laughs> so I decided to stay up, stay up for the uh, game because it, it looked like it was going to be a thrilling finish. But um, in the end, it was relatively comfortable. Or would you say no? Yeah, in the end, it was relatively comfortable. Um, but kind of in the middle, it was still fifty-fifty. It could have gone um, either way um, at any at any moment. But we, I'm glad that we held on and and took it home. Indeed, and uh, Santoki will get into kind of looking at you returning to action and the game and how you felt, etc. in a moment. But, but first things first, I think we kind of wanted to start with just a reflection on last year. And yes, it's CPL 2020, but if you don't mind me saying your appearances for America notwithstanding and some of your regional performances for Leeward Isles, your breakout year was last year. 
And it came as a result of your performance in CPL 2019, top wicket taker. I don't, I don't need to go for that. Everyone knows that you were named player of the tournament. But because this is our chance to chat to you, we've, we wouldn't know. How did that feel? How was last year for you? It's been such a whirlwind year and a half for you. Have you even had a chance to take that all in? <laughs> Actually, no, it hasn't. Um, <laughs> I've... You know, sometimes I, I actually find myself just sitting back and just wondering what, like, how did that even happen? <laughs> and, you know, it was, last year was, was just a roller coaster um, for me. Like, at one point I was with the US and I was struggling to, you know, negotiate a contract and we were doing well as well. Um, and then... I just decided to just go after the CPL and I wasn't playing much games. So at that point I was like, you know, I probably have made a mistake by not playing for the US and coming to CPL. And then finally got my chance and took it and everything just like took off from then. So, you know, it's, it can be, you know, yeah, well, not emotional. It was really emotional at the at the end in the final, um, but it just is just confusing sometimes. Like, how did it even happen? <laughs> so, you obviously you take the twenty two wickets, and you didn't even play at the start of the tournament because of, I think Sandeep was in the team, uh, and then he had to fly off, and you replaced him, and obviously you took your chance. What was so? I'm not because you'd, you'd had good performances for the states, so it wasn't like if this came out of the blue. But what went? Why did it go so right for you? If you had to pick one or two reasons, what was it that went so right in CPL last year? Just form, you're on momentum. Like what was it? Yeah, I think I think it's just um, just performing at the right moment. Like I've been I've been always a hard trainer and. I, you know, I practice, I go to the gym and, you know, for every, for everything to just, you know, come together in just the, the right timing, you know, you, you, I don't think I could have gotten, gotten it any better than that. Um, it's, and, you know, you just have to, you just have to look back and you say, well, you know, all that training that you've done. It didn't go to waste. All that, you know, heartache and struggles is is just is just is just satisfying to know that it it, it wasn't for anything. Indeed, indeed. And um, we fast forward. Not the the West Indies, notwithstanding. But I'll get into that later. We fast forward, and uh, yesterday. It was the first day of CPL 2020. Santelki, do you want to take it from here? Yeah, yeah. So yesterday, as we mentioned, um, it was a good win for the Tridents against the Patriots. Firstly, I guess I want to get your opinion on how did it feel playing in front of no fans in terms of, because the CPL is obviously known for its uh, crazy atmosphere. Yeah. Um, we in the Caribbean, we, we, we play in that kind of environment a lot. Um, but to... You know, to play a CPL in front of no fans was definitely a first for me. And it was definitely, you know, a little weird, you know, not having usually when, especially in Trinidad, when you when you rock up, you see 
the parking lot's filled with fans. It's full of red. Um, and it was just kind of, you know, slightly weird. But, you know, as a professional, you got to be able to adapt to different situations and actually get your own um, feed off of your own, you know, momentum or energy or uh, feed off your, your, your part, your, your teammates' energies. So, yeah, it's it was it's definitely weird, but it, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> and you mentioned you were feeling quite sore. How has it been? Because obviously, I think you played your last professional match back in March, so five months without playing high-level cricket. How was it in terms of match fitness um, yesterday? Um, match fitness, I felt ready, but I think it was the it was the um, so it was quite wet in Trinidad. So we were playing on a soggy ground and just getting around and moving around was a was a bit tough. So I think that that is what made things a little bit tough as well and made the body a little sore. But um I'm I'm I was I was pretty much fit. I was as I say, I, I train very hard. So I've been during the lockdowns I've been training myself, you know, to the to to the best I could train. Um, but it was just, I was just mainly conditions. I was going to say, cause you're known as a world-class fielder and you got two catches yesterday. Is that just something, was it part of it was just a natural ability or was it just mainly down to you working harder than anyone else? Uh, 50, 50. Um, but, um, since I've been training, you know, everyone is, has had a lot of time to, you know, do their at home training and all that stuff. So I think my body is actually feel I'm feeling a lot stronger, I'm feeling a lot faster. So it's it's 50-50. Yeah. I would say. And um obviously you've got uh, Rashid Khan in your team. Um obviously I know the players have been in quarantine so there hasn't been as much training as usual for a tournament. Have you managed to get some tips from him or work alongside him much so far? Yeah, yeah, we've had a few sessions actually funny you say um like I've been, so I've been doing my own bowling, and when I came here and I did a couple of bowling sessions with Rashid, I found myself trying to copy him. So I've been trying to like be myself and be Hayden and not trying to be Rashid Khan, but it's always good to you know see what he does and pick a few things that he does to help it. To help my game and actually it, it it has helped it has helped you know just watching and you know just trying to not copy him but trying to use a few things from his bowling into my bowling santoki let me just jump in quickly then. yeah go on. I'm, I'm intrigued hayden maybe <laughs> one thing that you would say when you saw rashid you were like okay He's got that in his armory and I can't do that. Or, or, or I need to learn how to do that. Because I'm intrigued as to how the differences are between their... I'm going to call both you champion, champion spinners. <laughs> so I, I want to see how one looks at another and goes, hmm, okay, I've never seen that before. What was one thing you picked up? Yeah, so he definitely bowls a lot quicker than me. And a lot quicker as in he bowls around 90, 90Ks an hour. And I was like, man, how can this guy spin the ball at that pace? So I was like, let me try this. 
<laughs> uh, and he does it, he bowls it both ways, you know, both ways. And he's, he's very consistent. So he's able to hit, land it on the spot whenever he wants, googly, leg spin, anything. So, you know, that, that really sent light bulbs in my head. Like, hmm, let me, I think I should try this. <laughs> and how's it good? So, so what you say? Uh, yeah. it's, it's not working. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Actually, quick point. Growing up, who who did you kind of look to as an idol in terms of spinning? Um, within the Caribbean, that'd be quite interesting. Um, actually, I haven't been. They haven't been. Well, when I grew up, when the era that I grew up, it was mostly like Curly Ambrose, Courtney yeah. Walsh, and that stuff. So my idol really was Shane Warne. Okay. Trying to, you know, more big leg spinners and googlies and all that stuff. So yeah, he's 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 my idol. Going off the back of that, so saying um Shane Warne being the idol. And I, and I guess connecting your breakout year to this year. Um and I know you said momentum, but from a skill perspective, what was the, what made it click? So you'd been bold, you'd, you'd played for like Leewards in Super 50 or the four-day champ. Uh, you'd, you'd played for US, USA in qualifiers. But when it finally clicked, was there any real difference in your bowling? Had you picked something up that kind of made it all connect together? Yes, definitely. Um, so when I was with the U.S., I came in contact with Pupudu Desanayaka, um, who was the coach at the time. And he actually coached Sandeep Lamichani at, um, when he was with Nepal. Mm. So he actually got Sandeep to, you know, run in a little bit more to put, put a little bit more revs on the ball. Instead of so, I my my bowling style was like Shane Warne, which was like you know the walk up and then you rip it almost from well you try to rip it um, yay wide. Yeah. So he was like you know I think you can be um, you know you can be a try try this style of bowling and. He was, he was like, I want you to run in and bowl a, a little quicker and just, just, just fizz it out your hand. No matter what happens, just fizz it out your hand. And, you know, I, I, I tried it and I tried it. We had a, a camp. I remember we had a camp in Antigua. We played the Antigua cricket, national cricket team. And... You know, it was the first time I was, I was, you know, trying this run-up stuff. And it was just, <laughs> it, it just started to go both ways. And I had so much more control. I could bowl a googly whenever I want. And, you know, I think then is when I started to, you know, become more con consistent and confident in my bowling. And uh, that, that, is, that is when it clicked that... You know, I could I could be a different bowler, um, in in the world of cricket. So, after CPL twenty nineteen, 
um, to, to the surprise of nobody, really, you, you get the call up to the West Indies and you make the full switch from playing for the States um, to the West Indies. And um, I mean, first things first, um, obviously you've been asked it by previous outlets before, but <laughs> everyone says, oh, it was a dream. It was a dream when you get the call up. But really, what did go through your head when, when you were finally told you're going to actually play in the maroon? What, what goes through your head at that, that, that stage? I was like, well, you know, this is it. This is what I've been working for. Um, ever since, so I don't know. So my dad, I, me and my dad, we were really close. And uh, coming out of college, out of school, he asked me, well, do you want to go to college? And we actually went to college and we... We we um we were going to sign up on that stuff and and then at one point I was like you know that I don't I don't really want to go to any college I I just want to play cricket and you know it just took me back to all of that uh, you know him just you know guiding me through the the steps and and the journey that it took I actually actually set my set myself until I was like twenty two to make the West Indies team <laughs> and now I'm 28 but you know it it finally happened and I was just relieved 100% so I think it was the it was the Afghanistan and India tour I think is what you got yeah. your, your cap for um, and obviously you subsequently played uh, Ireland uh, and Sri Lanka etc where Where's your international game at, at the moment I think you've been in terms of in the West Indies colours you've been more successful in the ODIs, more so than the T20s at the moment. But uh, when when we return to limited overs cricket, or in fact, actually, why am I leaving out Test cricket? What, what, what are we saying? What, what, are we, what are we saying about your ambitions in, in terms of um, West Indies? Yeah, well, I think I think I need to. I would definitely love to play Test cricket, but I need to have a little bit more match practice. I have been out of the four-day setup for almost a year. So I really need to get back into that to um, to give that a go. Mm. Um, but I, it's definitely I'm not I'm not ruling out playing Test cricket at all for sure. Mm. And obviously for West Indies, um, you had the innings against Ireland where you think you scored 46 not out to lead them to a, a victory against Ireland. But what's been your personal favourite moment or match so far in the West Indies colours? Um. <laughs> That's a tough question because you know I, I've had the I think it would probably be that one mm-hmm. because we were de- we were definitely down and out and um, everyone was just like all right we want we lost this game and yeah I went to bed so. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it well I remember it well I, I was kissing my teeth when I turned off the television. <laughs> <laughs> No, that definitely, and you know, I don't think I don't think Ireland saw it coming because I I I kind of saw it coming. I knew that I could bat, and I was like, all right, well, you know, the only the worst could happen is that we lose, and I really like those situations where you know, I people just don't see me coming. You so, so like so. So in that in that situation, because everyone knows you predominantly as a bowler and an excellent fielder, but when you were batting in that situation, I think you were with Azari Joseph and then Sheldon Cottrell um, for that chase. Did you sort of take the lead? Did you have like a strategy as to how you wanted to? 
um, go ahead with the game plan to get that win. Yeah, for sure. I um, I spoke to so I think I came in when we I think we were a hundred and something for seven, mm. or something like that. Yeah. So I, I was with Kari Pierce. So I was I was like you know let's try and act, let's try and take this game right down to the end and. You know that 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 was mainly my game plan to take it right down to the end, and if it's like fifteen or twenty, you know, we, anything could happen there. We could just swing from the hips and we could get a ball peeled off and go behind the keeper, or we could you know blast a few. So it was just mainly to take it to the end, take no risks. If if the ball is there, you you hit it. And hit it hard, <laughs> um, but it, it, I was my game plan was to just take the game right to the very end, last over. So, would you, with that in mind, would you like to bat higher up for the Tridents? Because obviously, you came in at eleven yesterday. <laughs> um, I would love to, <laughs> but you know, um, we um, speaking in the, the the meeting, you know, well, speaking to the the coach, he was like, you know. He knows that I'm not a, a number eleven batsman, and I could come in at any moment. It's just you know mainly just to have it, you know, just to have it like that. But any time where he thinks, well, you know, Hayden should come in and either consolidate or or you know pick pick things up a bit, he's he's still happy for me to um to come in and you know do the job. Out of interest, when a cricketer is told that they're number 11, <laughs> but they know they're better than that. <laughs> well, I know, I know you're going to say that you just do what the team needs you to do, but <laughs> do, do you think in your head, boy, <laughs> they're putting me to come last, <laughs> like I can't back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, you, you definitely don't um, rule yourself out. It, it's a it's a very tough position to bat in as a as a um you know probably a middle order batsman, mm. but yeah you definitely don't rule yourself out. You any any for me any more any little opportunity you get you wanna you know take it and shine with it, mm. but <laughs> yeah it it's a tough one. <laughs> Um, just a few questions then to end, certainly from me. Um, if I'm right, do you, well, I don't know how much you get to play anymore, but when you play club cricket, um, is Rakeem on your team? Yeah, so we actually we actually um, came from the same club mm. in Antigua. We don't get to play a lot um, these days, but um, back when, like on the 19 days and just coming out of on the 19, we, we actually used to play um quite a lot together so yeah I, I i would say we're actually pretty good friends so you so you've seen rakeem rakeem's gone the other way to you he's gone test cricket and he's yet to play odi and t20 for west indies you've gone odi t20 but you haven't played played test yet do we see a day where hayden walsh jr and rakeem cornell play spin <laughs> or bowl spin i should say uh, for the west indies together yeah, yeah definitely definitely i think he's a very i think he's a very um good um, ODI T20 player, especially with his batting, because you know he, he clears the boundary um, 
pretty long and pretty often. So um, I I I I am with I'm watchful for the day to see me and him hit the park together, mm. and you know it will just take me back to those days where we played um, for Liberty together and destroying teams. <laughs> <laughs> And last one, Santoki, I'm going to let you do the actual last question, but last one from me, um, Hayden. Um, Antigua, Antigua um, Hawksbills don't exist as a franchise at the moment. Um, there's talk or rumours that they may well come back as a franchise. Now, obviously, you want to win with Barbados, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if Antigua ever came back as a franchise, what are you saying? You're going to go, you want to play for your home nation or, or not? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. You know, probably in the in the in the future, ending out my career. Also, I would love to play in front of a home crowd and you know have that home vibe. Um, I, I definitely because I definitely when CPR started, I was. It's here and there, but I definitely wanted to be around the Hawksbills um, setup, and you know, just to be in in a crowd in in Antiguan colours, it, it would definitely be an honour. I guess, um, yeah. To wrap it up, then a question we ask all our guests is: obviously, you've played across the Caribbean in the CPL, and obviously at a regional level. What is your favourite ground in the Caribbean to play cricket in? Oh, I would say Barbados. Barbados, Kensington Oval. Um, why is that? <laughs> um, one because most of my performances for for West Indies and and CPL, mm. um, Barbados Tridents, mm. I've been there, and you know I've played I've played a lot of cricket there, and I know it. I know the conditions. I know how to bowl there. Mm. Um, when there is a crowd, the crowd is very, you know, lively. I like. I love. I love a crowd. Um, yeah, that's that. That's mainly the reason why. Um, and so, interestingly enough, no one's ever mentioned Jamaica as their uh, favorite ground to play cricket on. Could you explain to Michelle um, why that is? What's wrong with Jamaica? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's there's nothing wrong with Jamaica, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Hayden. There is nothing wrong with Jamaica Santoki. <laughs> um, but you know what? On 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 that note, Hayden, we're actually um we're gonna we're gonna let you be. Um, I've just had a quick look at the the Talawa score and uh, we're doing mm, okay. Is how I'll leave it. I'll leave it for now. But um, but, but thank you very much for coming on, Hayden. It's been much appreciated. Obviously, uh, one game played, one win. Um, I can't say that I wish you luck for the rest of the tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> should should you should Barbados get to the final? As long as you're not playing the Talawas, good luck. Or the Amazon Warriors. <laughs> you have to play us to get to the final. I hope you have a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> against 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 Amazon Warriors. Oh, you can beat yeah. them. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Hayden, thank you, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, go well for the rest of the tournament, and um, it's been amazing to hook up, hook up, and have a chat. All right, thank you guys for having me.
no problem, no problem. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been episode 24 of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.